This is the Riverdale Rewind, brought to you by Scott Clark Auto Group. Welcome to the Riverdale Rewind. I'm Jess. And I'm Nomi. What if I talk like this the whole time? Uh, people would tune out. Yeah, they would. <laughs> you, I, I would be tuned in. You can fo- follow her at just, just WCCB. I'm at Nomi Burton, and we're going to be recapping the show. We were just at Stuff a Truck with WCCB Charlotte. Yes, it's the Angel Tree Salvation Army. You can pick an angel and buy, the, uh, be the gift, be the gift giver for that. We're actually you're the angel, I think. Right. The, the We're actually sold out of angels this year. So just donate First time. presents. Yeah. So make sure you just drop off your donations. It could be any kind of toy for a kid. Uh, drop it off right there at South Park Mall, and they're actually there until now, all the way until tomorrow, tomorrow morning. morning. Um, and you know what I was thinking, um, and I want to ask you this, it, a lot of people forget to give things like craft books and stuff for kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was a really awesomely cool kid who loved to just do crafts. So do, so maybe there was do, a ton of glitter all over your house? Probably. Try to think like outside the, the gift box, maybe, and think of things like, what did you like when you were a little kid? And uh, think of like the kids who wouldn't be able to afford that. Although if you get them a craft book, then they're going to have to buy all the craft stuff. Maybe get them yeah. the book that has the craft things. What or get them some you... crafts and give them the book. Right. Well, Make a little gift. Like, remember at Barnes & Nobles, they would sell those books that have like the string in them? Oh, they... yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe that. Did you like those when you were a kid? The string? Well, like craft books. like books. I did. Crafts. I did. Uh, one of my favorite things, though, because we're talking about books in general, um, the Goosebumps books. Oh, I love those. And I even had a little like flashlight that would hang on the pages. Oh, cool. And I it think was, I remember that. And um, it was like this like total ghetto kind of flashlight. But it was so cool. And I would be really into the stories that you get to pick the next thing that would happen. So it's like, go to chapter oh, choose this. Your own adventure. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And then you could go back and reread it, reading it the other way. I always think of this. Because the author of Goosebumps is R.L. Stein, and he had another pseudonym. Uh, and it make I always think of it because it's so weird to me. I remember noticing it as a kid and thinking that's funny. His other pseudonym was Jovial Bob Stein. Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I just I think he had a couple, but I always thought that was hysterical as a kid. I don't know why Jovial <laughs> Bob Stein because. His books are so creepy, and he wrote Fear Street. Some of those are good. I kind of want to go back and read some. Can you audible Goosebumps? I would imagine so. They still have it, right? I think so. Well, they just did the movie. Um, That's true. They did with uh, Jack Black. I didn't see it, but then I imagine it wouldn't ever do it justice. Yeah, I don't know. But then again, um, they redid Jumanji, and that actually... Also with Jack Black. Yeah, and that actually turned was out to be pretty good. No, it was Kevin Hart. I get them mixed up. No, they both were in there. Oh, well, there you are. They're like the so, same. Yeah. Um, have you read any books lately? What have you been reading? So um, my last book that I, I recently just finished, because I've read it three times, it's that kind of book that it's kind of like a coffee table Bible where you, you, you're you having a really bad day. You just need to read it. And it's um, The Art of Not Giving Up. Oh, I've read, I've read that on audiobook. I listened to it. Yeah. Um, um, I, the book is amazing. I've I was, read it three I times. Say, like, everybody poops. <laughs> she reads it all and the time. you know what? It, it's really, it's one of those books that sometimes you just need to read it. You just need to read a chapter and it, 
reminds you of, hey, just don't give enough. Yeah. I listen to it on, and I've done some research on this because I feel guilty. I listen to a lot of Audible books. So See, I can't focus. I, and- I can. Once I get into it, then I can. But I do have to rewind sometimes. Because if I'm listening to it, then I'm doing other things. So I don't focus on what the story plot is. Uh, see, I can, I can like just chill out. Well, I'll do other things too, but I can really just chill out and listen to them sometimes. Um, so you just like sit there and listen? Yeah, I'll like lay in my bed and listen to it or if I'm driving or something. But I would fall asleep. But not if you're so that I've had trouble sleeping a couple nights because I've been too into the book and then I'm like, go to bed. So I turn it off and then I'm like, I'm awake. I'm awake. And then thinking about it. Mm-hmm. So, but I've. I looked into it because I felt guilty. I was like, does this count as reading? But it does. It, I think it. Um, studies show that it um, it stimulates the same portions of your brain that reading oh. does. Like it's still, you're still imagining and you're still hearing something new and you're hearing new vocabulary. Mm-hmm. Um, and not my eyes get tired because I have bad eyes. So uh, it's a, I don't know, I guess it still works. So plus I've got the Audible subscription, which is awesome. And I recommend it except for that. Like I cannot possibly keep up with it. Mm -hmm. And then you can exchange any book. So I have like gillion books and I'm like, okay, there's not that many hours in a day. Right. Exactly. So what was the last book that you were into, whether it's uh, listening to it or reading it? I'm almost done with wild by Cheryl Strait. (gasps) I've been wanting to read that, but I'm very into like hiking things lately. And the last one I read was, uh, walk in the woods mm-hmm. um by bill bryson bill yeah that sounds about right because i put that on my list for uh secret santa this year uh-huh. so both sides of my family uh, we do secret santa and this year i don't i don't really want anything so i just gave like a crap ton of books that i've been wanting and i threw that That's on smart. there yeah i don't it's hard because everything i want is not like affordable things people exactly you know it's like well I mean, like, I need a new car, or I need a bunch of paint to paint the inside of my house, or I need my mortgage to be paid. Or I need, yeah, I need somebody to come organize my spare room again. Sorry, Mom, I need it again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, it's stuff that costs more than $50. Yeah, or, like, I need help with stuff. Or I'd like to take trips. Like, what I need is to get away. <laughs> I need money for a plane ticket. Yeah, I 100% concur on this one. Yeah. Um, it's just... It's more than $50. And I hate when, like, at our age when, like, I love my friends, but I think, like, we could all be done giving each other. Oh, I don't give any of my friends gifts. So mine too. And I have to, like, be forced to think of something. And I'm like, if I had more time, I could put more thought into it. But it's forced, so I'm just giving you What I do is Christmas cards. I, If I love you, you're getting a Christmas card. So if I don't get one, everybody will know how Nomi feels. Exactly. You don't really have to send me one. (laughs) Well, the thing is, oh, my God, this is awful. So um, there was one person at work that I invited to my wedding. And she went and everything. And I'm like, I'll just give her the thank you card, you know, at work. Mm -hmm. Well, she switched um, different shifts. So she works night side and she doesn't have an inbox. So I was cleaning out the office. And what did I come up across? Her thank you card that I never gave her. So, um, Rachel, I'm sorry. Oh, Rachel. Okay. I was like, I was trying to think of who it is. But she's so cool, though. She's still at work. I know she is. And now I know where her desk is. So I'm like, is it too late? Mm -mm. It's It's a funny story. Tell her. It's too late. I'll just throw it on her. It's too late. (laughs) I'm sorry, girl. I'm sorry. But, um, But basically, yeah, it's just... 
I give cards. And, you know, I'm sorry. I don't have money to be spending on everybody I love because I, mean, I love too many people. It's not like we're Scott Clark. Right. Well, of fame and fortune <laughs> and nice multitude segue. of vehicles. <laughs> nice segue. Very nice segue. Make sure you check out his three locations, all convenient for your uh, Honda Nissan Toyota. Yes. And you could um you can get parts and service too. Yeah, and you can even schedule your appointment right on the website scottclark.com. And that you can get for the holidays, we asked when we were there, you can get the big bow. They come in a very large box, they said. Yes. So if you need to buy somebody a car for the holidays, which you know, you might. I don't know our demo. It could be a lot of like Rich, know, rich Santa's buying cars. I know Jess would love to have that as a Christmas present. Man, I got to cool it on the spending. I just bought furniture and a fancy new camera. Which both are legit. Yeah, they are really good. Adulting. But that means I need to stop. I, I'm, I'm the person. I love my camera. I am terrified to bring it outside the house because I'm that person that constantly runs into things. What kind do you I'm, have? Um, I should probably know this. Off the <laughs> I top love of my camera. I it's love my black camera. and it's you know what? Lens. The best advice I got from um the photographer that used to come in to shoot with our chef in the morning. Yeah, that guy. He was cool. Um, he gave me a great recommendation and was saying, go through the manufacturer and just go refurbish because a lot of times it's something super super minor. Yeah, and it's like oh. The the little thing that hangs on the um, strap that connects broke off, so they had to return it. Yeah, you know, so it's nothing's wrong with the camera itself. I have a refurbished lens for my Canon. Exactly, mm-hmm. it saves you so much money. Yeah, yeah. I, this one I bought is not refurbished, but it's also I think a slightly newer camera. I don't know how mm-hmm. many are refurbished at this point? Mm-hmm. I mean, I looked and it, I got the best price, and I was able to buy it on a payment plan, which that Perfect. was ne- necessary. It's perks of being an adult. Yeah. So thanks Amazon.com. <laughs> do you have a case for it and everything? I do, but I think Santa might bring another one too. That'd be great because oh. I have another camera, so I need another case. Well, hopefully Santa. Hint, get another case. Santa would be like, what's a podcast? (laughs) What button do I press? (laughs) Okay, Google, what is a podcast? That's what Santa would be like. Uh, I'm making fun of my mom. You know who who needs to kind of get there together is Archie. He's tiresome. I got very upset with him last night. Yeah, last night was a pretty big episode. They, him and Jughead, walked to this farm shenanigans ensued we learned the identity of the man in black and we see veronica we were right yeah we were right although it was kind of kind of let down but i guess it's cool because it it shows that Hiram is a much bigger expanse than we knew um we see betty's trials and tribulations at the sisters and we also saw veronica being a boss batch (laughs) yes she was being a boss that and um i noticed online the social media world. A lot of people want Ethel to die. That's intense. I don't know if death is something we should wish upon. Everybody people. hates Ethel. Everyone's in the holiday spirit. Ethel is a nightmare. But let's stop killing off that Barb in every show she's in. She is. Shannon, I feel like what's her name? Shannon something. Yeah, I feel like she Earth. is. Okay, so like Cheryl is crazy. But for some reason, people love Cheryl. 
Okay. And I feel like her craziness has tamed now that she's gotten into a real relationship. I think it's because she's crazy and also she, but she also helps out the group. She's not. That's true. She's not so, their foe. Ethel is freaking nuts. She's deluded. And what, what else? What's the mixture? Why do people hate Ethel? What's that characteristic? It's that, um, you know what it is? And, and, I don't, is that a narc? No, it's a um, it's the mean dork. Do you know the mean yes. dork syndrome? I love geeky people. I love dorky people. I don't like aggressively dorky mean people. Where I, I you know that personality? Yes. That's a personality trait, and I do not care to surround myself with them. I love somebody who loves like geeks and sci- geeky stuff, yes. comic sci-fi. You know, I do I, all this. I get down with that. the nerd. Yeah, but I don't like when somebody is aggressive. And mean about their um, a like IQ or B knowledge or just and so what I didn't like about or whatever Ethel's, they get geeked about. Yeah, Ethel is like it's like a narcissism kind of thing. I'll, Ethel's like a narcissistic um, dweeb where it's like yeah she doesn't fit in and I would totally like hang out with her. I don't care if you don't fit in. What it what she makes herself an outcast by she she's a. Um, like offensive. Yes. Yeah, she's on the attack all the time. Like, well, your boyfriend probably and, doesn't like you anymore. And she's ignorant. Yes. She's ignorant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That and that's so word. frustrating because, it like, it's one thing to Aggressively be... Aggressively stupid. Yes. Yeah. And close-minded. Like, she will not open her mind just even a smidge. Yeah. And it just drives... It's the person who is arguing with you about what color the sky is. Yeah, and or, yeah, you know they're wrong, but, ooh, I've had that happen before. I once had a conversation with somebody who would not... And they work in the market, and they kept telling me, well, yeah, remember when you guys were an independent station? I was like, nope, because that we weren't. And he was like, no, and you were, like, before, between this affiliation and your last one, you were independent. I was like... Nope, because I was there the entire time. And he would not stop. And so I was like, <laughs> fine. I was like, yeah, you're right. You would know. Because <laughs> you worked there. Because you worked there. Yeah, right. like, oh, I hate that. And they're just, they're like, nobody knew. And I'm like, okay, so what I, the reality that I lived was wrong because you're telling me. <laughs> right. Okay. There was this, oh, that would drive me insane. Yeah. I would, and the, describing that one person, which is Ethel in, in high school, uh, I was a big theater geek. And there was this, this girl who was not popular, that's fine. But, you know, you're just nice to everybody. Mm-hmm. That's like, that's my rule. You just be nice to everybody, okay? Yeah. And people would try to be nice to her, and she would not have it. She was so aggressive, yes. so rude. It's like a defense mechanism that you're, they're always on the attack. Exactly. Yeah. And then she would do some weird stuff, too. Like, yeah. you know, like growl at people. It's like she was trying to, like, embrace it so hard that, like, it's like, well, people think this anyway, so I'm just going to take it to the 10. But we're trying to work with you right, and yeah. do skits with you and do fun things and – and you were like shutting everybody out, and it's like, oh well, now we don't want to be your friend. Yeah, yeah. Ethel, um, plus she, she's a narc, so she told on Betty and everything, yes. and so which allowed Betty to finally meet the Gargoyle King. Which, what do you think is the Gargoyle King a hallucination, and is it a, um, a metaphor for somebody? Like, is it a person? Do you think that like thing we're seeing, like the Gargoyle costume thing? Mm-hmm. Do you think that's 
actually something or is it like some kind of hallucination? I think in the closet where they took Betty, mm-hmm. I think she's she's not really with him uh-huh. um, since they have her drugged up. I think maybe there is like a portrait or something of him mm-hmm. and she's reacting to that because of the medication she's on. Something, so, yeah. So I don't think he's physically there. Does does he exist? I think so. Um, but not entirely to what people are imagining. I'd love and, to see that costume prop thing. Right, <laughs> exactly. Um, I also, for some reason, I don't know what it is. I just feel like Mrs. Lodge is the king. I think there's more to her. It's something is going on with her because that like, is dangerous. When when Veronica confronted her, she's like, "Oh, that's convenient that the sheriff is missing." Right when I figured out this, and then we find out that we think the sheriff has been killed. Right, and then he got dismembered. Yeah, so they're not even sure it's him, but they think it is. So that makes me. Although I really do not like that sheriff. So, um, <laughs> right, like he screwed up, and like now they have to get rid of him and cut off his hands and his cut off his head and yeah. what else that's it right i think that's it <laughs> what, what else what else do they me. cut off what do you think <laughs> you tell me uh, i mean so it's just it is very convenient um i thought it was really cool of veronica to be sleeping at her business yeah i well also that saves on well actually she's not paying rent she is a teen yes how old are they I mean, she's junior year, so around 16, 17 years old. So Ronnie owns her own business, and she's sleeping there at night. Um, I'm glad. I really hoped the speakeasy was going to have actual cocktails now. Yes. Well, I mean, on the side. It's her side gig. Side game. Side hustle. Yes, exactly. And uh, that's when Pops confronted her, being like, yo, I really hope that there's no illegal stuff. Now, props to Veronica showing that she is different from her parents because she's like, I'm sorry, Pops, we weren't making enough money. I had to do illegal stuff to be able to pay the bills. Yeah, I, well, and I get it, and I'm surprised Pops noticed because he seems a little bit oblivious to things, Um, but I just think that, I think that's on purpose. She's not ever going to pay the bills with mocktails. Yes, exactly. And how do you feel about Veronica Taking advice from her parents and actually using it and seeing the benefit to what their knowledge is. I thought it was super weird that she started already. She had such a 180 in this episode. She was like, you don't have a daughter anymore, like a couple episodes ago. And now she's like, maybe my dad's not so bad. And I think he has an effect of brainwashing people. Yeah. Or maybe he's putting fizzle rocks in her food. Maybe my dad's not that bad. Pops then says, oh, you didn't hear about the sheriff. Right. Uh, So, but I think Veronica will always have that streak in her because that's their kid. So, yes. So what's going to happen with the parent and kid relationship in this situation? Is she going to continue to sleep at the restaurant and live there until what? Until what happens? Until Archie comes back? Archie is now continuing his journey with Jughead. Well, she might as well. She might as well just stay there for a while. Because, I don't know if it's... 
Why not? Is there a shower? I, I would. I don't know. <laughs> then she doesn't have to listen to any rules, and there's food. A lot of people were also thinking in this episode that veggie was going to be a new thing. You know, I I agree, and I think in the comics that is a thing. Um, so I think they would make a, actually a pretty decent couple. Yeah. Um, it seems like Reggie is really into finding out more about Veronica and he seems to have a close relationship with him, with her. He's also very respectful I of just her. Like, I like the name veggie. So I'm all about it. Oh, veggie tales, veggie tales. Veggie tales were kind of funny sometimes. Um, so yeah, I want to see for a second there when they start talking about the fizzle rocks and I remembered he brought in that box of fizzle rocks, and I was like, oh, my gosh, maybe Reggie's family has something to do with it. And then I remembered, no, he was bringing that in from Penny Peabody. Mm-hmm. Um, so clearly, clearly it's Hiram at the front of the drug running game, and he's using the Blossom family. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I would I, – I think – so here's – I think that Veggie will happen because I think that Veronica won't see Archie for a while and have given up on him. And also – I think it was probably very accurate high school boy writing that Archie was like one moment away from dating Veronica and was already like, hey, Riley Keough. Oh, my God. But he's so stupid. Boys think with their members and they're stupid. And they. Why are you going to reveal who you are, are. where you're from, your background? Why? I think it's they write him well, though, because they consistently have him do dumb things like that. And And that's why Jughead was with you. And then what was the moment where you were like, I'm going to kill off Mr. Lodge? Um, no, you're not, man. Like, what are you doing? This is not going to end well. I was surprised that none of Jughead's arguments were, hey, man, you don't want to be a murderer, though. We just went through all that. Yeah, exactly. And and Archie was just talking about how he needs to stop being bad. So it's like, I didn't, I was kind of surprised that Jughead didn't use that. Like, you hear yourself? You want to kill your girlfriend's dad? Uh, no. Yeah. Like, you think Veronica's going to ever forgive you after that. But um, because they are in this small, it looks almost like an abandoned town. It was very Walking Dead feel. It did. It yeah. felt like the like, Walking did they Dead. they shoot this in Atlanta? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, well, they were in Georgia because you saw Athens. Well, they weren't. They're, I think Athens just a town up there. But they're... They did not walk to Georgia. The Riverdale is by Canada. I, I, that's what I thought until I saw Athens, Georgia. I didn't say Georgia. I just said Athens. Oh, yeah, because I looked at that too, and I was like, "That's oh. weird." And but it wasn't. Well, trains move fast. <laughs> did they go on a train? Yeah, they jumped off a train, but still, that would have been they wouldn't know Mister Lodge all the way down to oh. Georgia. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> like I they missed that they were on a train ever. Yeah, they jumped off the train, um, hmm. but. Yeah, this town felt very like The Walking Dead. Found out that there was a prison that joined them, that they're making frizzle rocks at the jail. All of the men in the town, because if you notice, there's only girls, only women in the town. Yeah. All the men are working at the prison. And they're in some kind of indebted indebted servitude. Indebted servitude. To Mr. Lodge. Yeah. And... They are stuck making drugs. And then, obviously, the Blossom family is involved, which we already knew that because of the meetings that Mr. Lodge has had uh, last season going into this season. There's so much, like, it's, I think the the mystery keeps getting a little bit more tangled because just when you think you're kind of getting some clarity to it, 
then you're like, okay, well, how are the fizzle rocks? Are they involved with the poison? What's causing the seizures? What, you know, like how far spread is this? How many towns are playing Griffin and Gargoyles? Does it go back farther than Hiram or does he, has he, is he bringing that? Because like, if it's connected to the drug, like, is it connected to Hiram? I because don't know. it has to go all the way back to the flashback episode. It does it go back before before that though. Well, I mean, Mr. Lodge brought the Frizzle Rocks to the game mm-hmm. in high school. So where did he get that introduced? But are the Frizzle Rocks in the game inherently connected, or has it just become a thing? I think it might have become a thing. And now, why does the gargoyle... And then the whole thing with the sisters. It's all... There's so many questions. I can't keep it straight. The the game, I feel like, started maybe at the sisters as maybe a test. And then started you the, then like using it as an experiment. I, I have no idea. And somehow yeah, the game... Like mind control. Yeah. And then does that tie into... Cause if it's an experiment and she's taking notes and stuff like that on her patients, the sisters. And why do they want them to be disturbed? Right. And because she's saying Betty's answers are good now that she's on the drugs and thinking dark when looking at those pictures. Mm-hmm. Because at first she was like, oh, rainbows and kittens and sprinkles. And then she's on the drugs and she's like, black hood, dead body. Yeah. And she thought she was doing better then when she was talking like about the dark stuff. What's the end game here? Right. What are they testing out? What are they wanting to know? Yeah, I don't understand how everything is connected. And the medical files show that it's an experiment. Yeah, and like, and then we forget about Eth- Ev- Evelyn ever and ever in the farm. Are they trying to send these demented people to the farm to recoup, cover them or like recuperate them? So and- is the farm a good thing? No, but is it a money-making racket? Oh. Like making people crazy for the sake of making money off making them healthy? But I thought the farm was free. I don't know. The farm, yeah, I think it is free. I don't know. I'm so confused. It's it's very interesting to see what happens next, um, especially next episode. Finally, we get to see Mrs. Jones right. and Jelly Bean. I was wondering when they were coming in, and then so I wonder where they live. Um, but I like I, I is think that the town be- that they go to? I thought so, but how far is that? Like, where are they? I don't know. I don't know. And is Jughead going to find out about Betty being locked away? Because right. once he finds out, he's going to go rescue her. Yeah, he's definitely. But he has him. not been able to get a hold of her, which both him and Archie mm-hmm. think that's extremely weird. Right. Because I, Archie's like, dude, go back. Something's wrong. But I think it was he made a good point that like Betty solved the Black Hood situation last year. She's fully capable. Right. But I mean, I think like I think if you. Like a real boyfriend would be like, eh, it's weird they haven't heard from her though in this long. Right. You know, her just not answering the all. phone. Yeah. You know, which is extremely messed up. Yeah. I mean, is she going to turn into Ethel? Interesting. Well, so Ethel seems like, I don't know, I guess she's taking the candy, but she seems like very mentally sound, but del- like she's not a zombie like deluded. Right. She's just brainwashed. Yeah. She's just brainwashed, but she runs. She says that she runs that establishment. So is she not taking the candy, even though it's delicious? 
I don't know. Or maybe she just doesn't, it doesn't have an effect on her because maybe she needs it or something. I don't know. It's incredibly weird. Uh, so next episode, I'm assuming Jughead and Archie end up going to Jughead's mom's house. We also see Jellybean, which we are very excited about. Um, what do you think is in store next for Alice and for Polly? Yeah, we haven't seen them in a while. I don't know. We haven't seen Polly in a while. We haven't seen those babies. I think, though, that we should start a GoFundMe for um, KJ Appa to get some snacks because he's getting skinny. Yes, very skinny. Like, I get they have to be lean, and CW actors are all, like, tiny and lean, but, like, let the boy eat something. Yeah. You're going to stunt his growth. He he likes it, though, because he always takes those selfies if you follow him on social. Oh, he does? He's all like, you know, if ooh, I, if, look at me. If 80% videos. of my job was to look like that, I Boomerang. would also take a selfie. <laughs> Like Jug, uh, Jughead, <laughs> Cole actually makes fun of him um, because he's like, dude, you're so in love with yourself. Yeah. So, but, but I, I, I mean, would definitely have some secret ab pictures on my phone if I had abs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I would print them out, post them That'd secretly on my cards. like. <laughs> From uh, Nomi and her eight friends. <laughs> and her eight friends. Six. You can have an eight pack though, right? Yeah. Uh, eight pack of cheese. What was your first go-to is an eight-pack of cheese? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I was like a six-pack of beer. I love, I love cheese. I do too. <laughs> all right. Well, Scott Clark is the place to go to for all of your automobile needs, including service and new cars. They if you're also looking. have snacks. They do. They have a really cool cafeteria. Yeah. So if you just want to go hang out, <laughs> and eat you know their what? Food. That would be cool. He should turn it into like a little brew pub. Gastro pub. So yeah, like I, you know, that doesn't work with cars, huh? No. no. Mocktails. I was like, you could have a beer and test drive a car. Uh, no, you can't do that. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> Don't do that. But if you're shopping for uh, a good friend like Jess for her uh, Christmas present, well, then make sure you stop at Scott Clark because she would love anything from Scott Clark. Specifically the Honda store. Yes. <laughs> Make I mean, I wouldn't bulk at a Toyota or a Nissan, but I just, I would like a new Honda. ScottClark.com. Uh, other than that, we're going to go back out to the angel tree. Woo -woo. It's just one giant tree that angels live in. And circle and around. Wilson lives oh. in a giant tree. Let's just make it a really incorrect message. Wilson lives in a tree full of angels at the mall. <laughs> It's so funny. <laughs> so give him toys so he has snacks. <laughs> <laughs> so he has snacks. <laughs> it's completely wrong. That's too funny. Everybody have a happy uh, weekend. Oh, if you get snow, stay warm and tune in to WCCB Charlotte CW for all your weather updates. Um, that should be all for today. <laughs> we'll see you next week. Bye.